This is the Team Lotus Cares podcast. We connect with business owners and managers to protect your business from cyber attackers while providing business clarity empowered by technology. You can make technology for your business more productive, secure, and simple. Now, here is Maria and Curtis. Hey, Maria. We are in episode 37 of Team Lotus Cares podcast. Here we go. Here we go. Hard to believe. And we've been going through a series of having some special guests. We took a break in our last episode, episode 36, to talk about AI. If you want to know more about AI, go back and check that out. It's uh, some pretty cool stuff. But uh, we have a special guest today that talks about something that I don't think a lot of business owners think about as much as they should. Brooke, uh, Brooke Barup joins us to discuss controlling your business assets and these could you know, we think of when we think of business assets, we think of the desks and the chairs and the computers, especially for us, servers and all that IT stuff. But we also think about the uh you know, company vans, things like that. But she goes beyond that. Think about your domain. Probably in today's world, one of the most critical assets your company has. We talk about that and what you need to do to protect that. Make sure you own that asset and not your web developer or whatever the case may be. It's just a little nuances that people don't think about, right? That's why there's professionals out there to to give you the details that, you know, watch out, look out, this could be an issue, and get ahead of it. Yeah, absolutely. So here we go with Brooke Brup on, Brooke Brup on Team Lotus Cares podcast. Brooke, and I'm probably going to mess this up. Is it Brup? Or up? Close enough, four up and one syllable. This is a unique subject that you're bringing to us in the interview today here. It's it's about maintaining ownership of your assets. And that sounds really broad, so open it up for us. Sure. So assets in your company are anything that makes your business run. Um, makes your business marketable. Um, basically, anything that you would sell okay. if you were going to sell your business. So, um, assets are your website. Assets are your CRM system. Um, assets are just like the the tools that you use in your business, right? So, when we're getting these things or purchasing these things, a lot of people understand. Yes, I'm going to go and I'm going to either purchase or rent a tool right, for my trade. But what they, where they run into the biggest issues is when they go and have tech created for them, i.e. their website. Mm -hmm. This is the biggest one. Nobody understands that your website is an asset until it's no longer there, Mm -hmm. right? So let me give you an example. I'm gonna give you two examples. Um, Some very scary, scary examples. So I've been in business uh, for 10 years. I've been designing websites for 20. And um, in the 20 years that I've been designing websites, I have had nine hosting companies, web guys, and I put this in air quotes, web guys die. Well, what happens when somebody dies? Their business goes away or gets sold or whatever, but the credit cards on their hosting expire. And then all of a sudden, that hosting can't get their money, and the hosting goes down, and all of the websites that are on that hosting account go down with it. 
Those clients have no idea that their web guy even died until their website disappears and they try to get a hold of them and this person no longer exists. And the people in that person's life, if they're answering that phone at this point, don't have any clue on how to help you because we don't talk about our businesses at home. Yeah. Right? Sorry, he died. I don't know how to help you. So where does that leave you as the business owner? It leaves you with no website, no way for people to contact you. All of the marketing you've done is gone. And if your web guy owned your domain as well, what happens now? That domain is lapsed. You may or may not be able to get it back. And this is, this is how, then they're in emergency mode, right? So in that, in that 20 years that I've been designing websites, I have had to create nine websites in emergency mode where they get all of the assets, all of the video assets, all of the picture assets, all of the content, all of the design, in some cases the branding, all had to be completely redone because the owner had no clue what their, I mean, they may have had a picture of their logo or a logo on their business card, but that's all they've got because they trusted someone and else to domain, own their asset. It's not just the domain because they're going to also lose any SEO or goodwill that they may have built online oh, yes. as well. Ouchie, ouchie. Yep, so let me tell you about that. Now, this particular asset, um, <laughs> the domain, um, was owned by the owner. And the owner didn't bother to check his emails. And so, and he didn't have his domain on auto renew. And all of a sudden, he had clients coming into his pharmacy saying, um, did you know that there's adult content oh, on your website? Moses. At a pharmacy. Yeah. And this is a mom and pop pharmacy. Um, and so, you know, we started looking into it. And he got a ransom message. Uh, a porn site or a porn company had purchased his domain that he let lapse and did this on purpose. And then he had to file a claim with his insurance and paid them out $50,000 to get his domain back so that he could have his brand, have his domain name, have his, the name of his pharmacy, and not be synonymous with porn. You know, that just... That breaks my heart. We deal with small businesses and we share a lot of similar stories. And of course, when when you own that story, meaning that you know somebody directly that that actually happens to, because a lot of people don't realize and they'll just say, oh, yeah, you're just saying that. No, this is this stuff really happens. And that, you know, the cybersecurity insurance portion of it, a lot of people find it so daunting, but it honestly is not... If they take care of it step by step, it, it, it should be fine, you know, because coming to something like that, that is just, you never dream that all of a sudden, poop, you know, somebody, you know, is ransoming your website. Yep. We're, we're, we're so busy in our businesses and all of these things we have to keep up with and 50,000 passwords and two-factor authentication and hopefully you don't lose a phone number somewhere along the way because you're kind of screwed if you do. You know, all of these different pieces that are put into place for our security and for um, us to be able to run our businesses are there for a reason as much as we may or may not like them. There, we have to be able to understand enough about what we have and what our business relies on to be able to manage it. 
And this is what I'm preaching every single day. You don't need to know how your tech works. You just need to know what it does for you and how to manage it and who to call and have a trusted person on your team. When what really gets me is these web guys, right? And I, I say that in air quotes and you, you see that on the video. But these web guys that say, I'm going to host your stuff, right? You're going to pay through, you're going to pay your QuickBooks through me. You're going to pay your CRM through me because I make money as an affiliate. And the only way that I can give you the discount is if you do it through me, right? And I understand where this comes from. I understand, you know, having monthly money coming in and it's a, it's a business model that's there. But most of these businesses that are offering this stuff do not have an exit plan. They do not have a business growth plan. They do not have anything in place for if they die or become incapacitated. And so if you don't have that stuff in place as a business owner, you are not responsible to, to yourself in there. And you definitely cannot be responsible to your clients if you are the one that holds their assets in your hands. You know, I and these are these are the kinds of things that I talk about because I deal with businesses in scaling mode and startup mode and in exit mode. And so when I'm helping someone, they've been they've had a business for 40 years and they go and they contact a business broker and say, I want to sell my business. What's it worth? And the business broker says, well, can you hand me the keys today and walk away from your business? And if they say, well, no, I have to run my business. That is the key. That is when they have to say, well, I guess you need to talk to Brooke because Brooke needs to replace you before you can sell your business for anything other than parts. Yeah, absolutely. Right? And one of the things and you mentioned that, that's that I want to point out that something that we've, since we started our company in 2012, one of the things we've really tried to do different, we have done different because we run into this a lot when we take over from another service provider is that we go to the business owner and say, okay, we're going to need some passwords. And they'll say, oh, I don't have those. From day one, we have a portal where you can go get your passwords that we are using to administer and manage your stuff that you can go get. And I think that is one of the most important things you can do is to have that transparency and openness with your client. Yeah, we are in total agreement because it's like that documentation does yes, belong to the owner. To company. It's like there's no reason, you know, they, they need to feel that they're being held hostage because, as you say, yeah. it is an asset. It is the keys of the yeah. kingdom, as they say. Yes. Yeah, and that's and a lot of people are like, well, I don't know what I would do when I got in there. No. But you don't yeah, have right. to know. You just have to know that you have access yep. and you can log in whenever you need to, you know, yep. and... It's, it's there for you because, you know, and I, I keep bringing up this, this, the death thing, right? Like if you were to die, what happens to your business, right? Who's going to run it? What's going to, you know, what plan do you have in place for that? Um, and it, in most people don't want to think about it. They don't want to talk about it. They don't want to have anything to, to do with if, what if, right? Um, until what if is going to make them money. Because the same plan we put in place in case of, or what if, is the same is the exact same plan that's going to make your business more valuable when you decide you want to sell it, or succeed it to somebody, you know, in uh, in that situation. So 
there's so many uh, there's so many things that come from having your systems and processes in place and understanding your assets, understanding what your business brings to the table more than just the widget you sell or the service you provide. And one of the things too that you bring to my mind is, you know, and again, it's something that we do that we have, we know a lot of, I know personally a lot of guys and, and gals in our business that let, let's say they're doing data backup and they'll roll their own data backup it's stored on a data center somewhere. It's not really documented where it's stored, how it's stored, how it was encrypted. And we've opted not to do that. We, we use publicly available companies that we can just transfer the account to you and you can own it from here on out. And, uh -huh. and again, and just trying to, we don't want anybody to ever feel like they're being held hostage or you know, if, if worse comes to worse and we're not here one day. So. Yep. Yeah. Well, and that's, and that is, I like the way that you guys are doing business because you don't hear that all the time, you know, um, and most people don't put these, these plans in place, which is why I have a job. Right. Um, but it really, it comes down to just a, a general understanding of why people make the decisions that they make. And that held hostage feeling, once you've gone through it once, and you've learned your lesson. And, you know, unfortunately, it's a very tedious, um, anxiety-inducing emergency situation um, that just turns you uh, against all service providers. Right. You know, and so that's what makes service providing life so difficult for everybody else that are trying to do it well is the crap people that are out there doing business that are not doing it well or are doing it not necessarily not necessarily with a malicious intent, but a, yes. an ignorance. Yeah. Right. Yes. You know, because they I don't think in general, most people do not do things with a malicious intent. Um but when they go and they make a decision that affects somebody else and they don't take those, uh, those other people into, into consideration, that's just not yeah, they don't, they conscious. Don't, they don't think through um, the There's a different they word. They don't think that, all the way through the life cycle yes, of what sure. that's going to look like. It's just like when you have a yep. client, you have to consider the fact that one day they may not be your client. And so you just can't be the, the be all end yep. all. Even Microsoft, and a lot of people may not realize this, if you're using Microsoft 365, they are completely upfront. They have a document and they explain to you, we do not back up your email contacts, calendar, or notes or any other information. You need a third party to back that up for you. And, and even Microsoft, as huge and as ubiquitous as they think that, and we think will be, will be here forever, really also realizes that we need to have a backup plan for our clients and we need to explain that to them. And they really do have a real well-written document that lays that out, um, it, which is surprising, but they do. Um, but nobody, most but nobody reads it. Don't know it so when you come in, the name of your company is My Clone Solution, which now that you're talking, makes more sense to me you're trying to create that mm -hmm. 
yeah. where if somebody is not there to be in their business anymore, there's somebody who can, or system and processes that can be picked up by somebody. Exactly. So every business, um, every business owner gets into business to someday yeah. be what we call an absentee yeah. owner, right? Yeah. I want the business just to run no matter if I'm there or not, right? That's well, the goal of every I, business I, I, owner. I hope so. Now. We're tech guys, we tend not to do that, to be honest with you. Yeah. Well, that's okay. Yeah. Service yeah. providers don't do that either. There's a lot of people that don't do that. But the goal, right, the American dream is True. to make money yeah. in my that sleep. Is, yeah. Right? So this is what business ownership is supposed to be about. Right, we're supposed to be able to build this business, grow this business, make all the money that we want, and not have to work like that. Right, right. So, but the the problem is, is most people are not entrepreneurs. They have created themselves a job, right? And they make their own paycheck, they make their own schedule, they make their own. Sometimes that's fine for people. I come from a family where my dad's been swinging a hammer for forty years. And until the day he can't swing that hammer anymore, he's going to be swinging the hammer, right? So that's it's just the way that it is. He created him, his, himself a job 40 years ago. He's done just fine. But he hasn't grown it. He hasn't scaled it. He's got two guys working for him, not 200, right? It just depends on who it is because my dad can't take a vacation at, or he can't he can take a vacation, but the business doesn't run without him. Right, so if he takes a vacation, then his guys have little stuff to do, and then they're done. They're not getting in full days work for two weeks, right? Um, so that's that's the the differences in the types of businesses. Well, systems, processes, the ability to automate, um, so that you don't have to pay someone to do stuff that could be automated, and then the, the understanding of what delegation is needed in order to replace you. Because if you are a solopreneur and you're doing everything yourself, then how many people are going to be needed to replace you and still grow the business to make the profit margin that, you, that you're making yourself, right? So in, in most cases, this is where you see businesses that are scaling, they first hire an admin, then they hire a salesperson, then they hire a marketing team, then they hire a this, then they hire a that. But most people don't know the process in which they need to go through that in order to be able to afford it. Everybody just says, I can't afford to hire anyone. Well, that's not true um, because right now you are doing all the work yourself. So if you can't afford to spend your time selling, right, if you hire an admin to take off, and my magic number is about 40%, 40% of what every business owner is doing themselves without any sort of team is admin work and could be delegated. So you hire an admin. If you had 40% of your time back, could you go and sell more? Right? So if you hired an admin and let's just say on the high side, that's $5,000 a month. How many sales do you need to make a month in order to pay for that? Right? If you know your numbers, you can work towards that. Most people don't know what they do every day. They don't know how much of their time is admin, how much is sales, how much is client work. They have no idea. So we start there. 
And um, depending on where the business owner is in their journey, because like I said, I work with startups that want to like start with systems and processes so that they can build and, and scale fast. Um, I work with people in the middle of their business who are making some money, but they're overwhelmed and they don't have any systems and processes in place, so they don't know what they would automate or delegate. Um, that's the majority of my clients. And then I work with people in the exit strategy world who are like, I want to leave my business in five years. I don't know who I need or what I need to hire in order to replace me so that I can figure out what that would cost. Right? So, um... I go, I went into a surveying company, so they survey houses when they're getting ready to sell, and he had been trying to document his processes for two years, right, in the midst of everything else he was trying to do. We sat down for five hours. I downloaded all of his, everything that they did from marketing all the way through delivery of product, and we, in, in one week, we took all of those processes, put them into an automated system so that every single one of his checklists through every single one of his employees was all automated. So the job could, you could literally look at a dashboard and see where each job was sitting and when it was scheduled. So now he could, or he has a job description for the person to replace him. And he has a job description for his admin. He has a job description for his field supervisor. And he has a job description for his technicians. And for the company he outsources to to get the, the final drawings back. Right? So he has all of those job descriptions. And he knows that he has to afford a person to do this job. Now he can go out and he can source what that would cost to do that. So that he can find that extra five, six thousand dollars, whatever it costs to get that person so that he doesn't have to come into the office once he has this person trained. So the day he says, I want to sell my surveying business, the business broker can say, it's worth this much. Are you ready to hand over the keys? Right. And he can hand over the keys and usually get two to three times the amount of money if they don't have to provide him a salary for the next three years as part of the purchase. Absolutely. And, and two, so, you may also find you begin delegating, and I have found this to be the case, that a lot of times there are people out there who do things better than you do things. Like I gave requisition over to, a, to a, one of our technicians last year. He does a far better job at requisition than I ever did. And he's honed that process even more so and better than I ever did. And so a lot of times that's one of the, the secret benefits you get from this as well is you find smart people. They're smarter than you. And that's the other thing. Business yeah. owners need to be comfortable with having being surrounded by smart people. Yeah, well, that's, that's a whole other mindset True. issue that we're not even talking about today because um, we could do a whole hour on just finding the right person that doesn't that you don't necessarily have to like them. You have to trust them to do their job, and um, that's a whole thing. But... Um, yeah, automation and delegation inside your business. Um, we're talking about owning your assets, making sure that you have something in place so that at any point in time, someone could step in and run your business. That That is the goal. That is perfection when it comes to your business. Because I, you know, it's, it's one thing that like we were talking about with, with my clients that come on, 
I'm, I'm talking about death, right? I'm talking about what happens if to almost every single one of them because they don't understand why we make this decision, right? Why do we put systems and processes in place? Why do we prepare? Why do we plan? Um, and I have to wrap their head around this. And, you know, my assistant is sitting next to me in the office here, and she's going to roll her eyes here in about 30 seconds when I say, you know, when I get hit by a bus, or if I get hit by a bus, there's a plan in place. You know, I have a key stakeholder. She's sitting right next to you, she, or right next to me. She knows everything about every single client that we have. So if something were to happen to me, all of your stuff is safe. Your project is going to go on. Everything's going to happen. Now, because I'm the primary salesperson, I'm, it's probably not going to grow, right? But I've put enough marketing and infrastructure inside of what we already have that we could, she could be getting referrals and she could be growing this business into perpetuity, right? Because I'm studying that now and everything that I'm doing is evergreen. This podcast yeah. is going to live forever, yeah. right? And so every, you know, somebody looks my name up. Now I'm five pages of Google when somebody searches my name versus three or versus nothing, right? And, um, and that's, that's the... The, the power of marketing and the power of internet is being able to set yourself up so that you can do multiple things and they don't just live for a day. It is in a, in a, a fact of modern life that we just don't even realize. I think because a lot of people were here after the internet became a thing, but it is. I mean, we, we, we can live through perpetual, you know, perpetually on, online. So if somebody wanted to engage with you and explore how they can uh, put this into their business, how they can clone themselves, what's the best way of doing it? So um, you can you can find me everywhere. Google Brooke Borup or Google My Clone Solution. Um, my website is myclonesolution.com. Oh, yeah. I'm sure in the show notes you're going to have all my links because I know my assistant sent those over. Um, but, yeah, you can find me everywhere. I have a lot of free education. Um, available on all my social medias and on my website. Um, the very first thing we do is have a quick 22-minute call. That call, we'll, we'll get to know each other, and I'll get to see what your, what your pain point is right now because I can't help you streamline and make your business efficient right. if you are in pain. So we need to fix, we need to put a Band-Aid on it, we need to you know, figure out what the plan is going to be, get you out of pain so that we can really look at your business and see where you want to go and have exactly. your business match that. So we'll, we definitely will have the, the, the link to your website in our show notes. Maria, any other questions? No, I am like, this is like an amazing, you know, as entrepreneurs, it's like, this is exactly the direction everybody wants and, to go and in. And we and right, I have these know. conversations um, a lot. We start with, yeah, yeah. Um, we have, we deal with a lot of small business owners and you could tell in that conversation and because we were in the day to day with them that we could tell where they're at, you know, what direction and be able to, you know, facilitate that solution based, you know, on what we see and what we think we can, you know, give a value. So this is amazing. Excellent. Well, thanks for having me today. This has been fun. I always, I love talking about this stuff, even though so it's a little morbid. Yeah, I love talking about this stuff. You know, we, we talked to somebody <laughs> recently about taxes, so death and taxes. We've, we've got them both covered now. <laughs> so thank you, Brooke. I appreciate you joining us. 
Thanks a lot. Excellent. Thanks for having me. That was Brooke Burrup joining us on our podcast, episode 37 of Team Lotus Cares. And we appreciate her, her uh, coming along and uh, telling us about controlling business assets and how important they are. I know that, uh, you know, here at Lotus, we focus a lot on the security of assets, whether that's digital assets or even physical as well. Uh, we do, you know, provide uh, protection there as well with companies and auditing camera you know, cameras, are they operating correctly? Are they not being blocked and or damaged or things like that? So we, we work on protecting assets as well. So uh, one of the uh, things that you can do uh, that is no charge is a, a quick little education for yourself every week. And that is Maria's uh, weekly emails that come out every Thursday morning. And these are the uh, weekly cybersecurity tips. If you're not getting them today, sign up. You can do so quickly at weeklycybersecuritytips.com. We won't spam you. We don't sell your info to third parties. We provide these weekly cybersecurity tips in your mailbox, two, three paragraphs, and really some good information about how to protect yourself. So check it out. Look forward to it. All right. Join us next uh, week. And uh, we're going to be talking about websites and SEO, search engine optimization. That'll be coming up next week, episode 38 of Team Lotus Cares podcast. Thank you for listening to the Team Lotus Cares podcast. This is a free service of Lotus Management Services, business clarity empowered by technology. Visit us on the web at lotusbusinesstech.com.